0: Captain of Engormous, uh, Keevers
1: faces his job in GOG with Keeve and Ellie and zoe
0: Hey, fam, welcome back to <laughs> season two, episode four of New Girl, Old Guy. Uh, I totally botched that. You know why? Because I haven't hosted this show in so long. I am neither the new girl nor the old guy. My name is Ali Lasher, and I am joined by the titular old guy, Akiva Winokur. Akiva, I mean, how do we go on after such a botched opening?
1: I think, listen, I, I get we're rust. I get that we're rusty. I think... Uh, <laughs> we're
0: rust. No, we are we're rust. rust. We're rust.
1: We're <laughs> rust. I, I think that um, it's been like six weeks since we did a... A two-hander about an episode, right? It's did we...
0: been a long time. Let's not try to remember who our guests were if we had guests. I don't. I don't feel did like we that do... has but worked well. For
1: season us. finale. Did we? Was it just the two of us for the season finale?
0: Uh, it was the two of us, and okay. then we did the so that's jar. The last one.
1: Yeah, and then three yes. guests in a row, and a skipped week.
0: Oh right, and and skip a week. Uh, but I'm happy. I said before we got on, like I obviously did a four and a half hour Survivor podcast with you last week. But I feel like talking to you in a new girl, old guy context is very different. So it's, it's been a very, while.
1: Yeah, it's a safer space for us, I think.
0: <laughs> well, I'm not going to get a text from you saying how terrible it was. Uh, so that's safe. I've never
1: done that. I've never. That's like <laughs> an urban legend.
0: <laughs> um, but when I what tripped me up in the opening is I said it was season two, episode four of new girl, old guy. Like I just got all famished, but. Oh, speaking of Mish, I have some Jewish news—not the newspaper that used to be delivered to my grandma's suburban home—but I learned this week, last week, that I didn't know whether I preferred seedless or seeded rye bread. Mm -hmm. And through that journey, I have now learned that I am a a seeds a with seeds rye bread person.
1: Okay, so very like tangentially Jewish news how you know is why? that's core jewish news in new york city baby i know but like how did we how did we adopt rye bread How do we like there's no way we invented rye bread how did it become and there's jewish not food?
0: no way we invented rye bread but i mean a lot of jewish food like shares you know co-ownership all the good jewish foods i feel like little share like middle eastern mm. ownership
1: but i don't know if rye bread is middle eastern hold on let's origin europe by one. the way
0: well a lot of jews origin europe
1: this article is about the European bread for the Jewish rye bread. See Jewish rye bread. So it's literally.
0: <laughs> okay. You look at that. I'm Googling European rye because I have some questions.
1: Yeah. It's a little different. Looks a little. It's it looks
0: a little oh, yeah. It's a little pumpernickle-y. just on mm-hmm. site alone.
1: Sissel bread.
0: <laughs> no, no. You're supposed to be looking at Jewish rye. I I, am, I, am. I was going to. Okay. What you got for us? It's
1: very popular with Ashkenazi people. And North Africa, so all okay. Ashkenazi, Sephardi, and Rocky Jews, okay. Um, in Canada, there are several different types of Jewish rye bread available. They call it okay. So what bread. I'm hearing
0: is we just like it the most.
1: I think so. I think if you like, we had this conversation when Chester and I had the Tablet magazine uh, editor who who had had the hundred most <laughs> Jewish foods on, and and then we proceeded to argue in front of her. She came to Chester's law <laughs> office for for the podcast and then she and then we just fought for three and a half hours like in front of a horrified lady um and then she never promoted it once or mentioned it in any capacity again and and uh spending an entire day on on our podcast um but we said like a lot of it was like just because we like the food the most that's like how it became jewish but then they also had bacon in there. like what's more jewish than the one thing you can't eat which we hate it we were like you know well, that's, trying to be no, polite but it's so stupid
0: well yeah, I mean, you don't go to two Moos, modern Orthodox men, and uh, promote bacon as as a Jewish food. But okay. Well, uh, yeah, Mo's? It's
1: I've like the world's on that. grossest There's sounding like... cereal.
0: <laughs> I could think of some more cereals, probably, mm-hmm. if you gave me time. Um, yeah, I've been. I I always think honestly when I call you guys orthos when I refer to you, but you often are like it's it's modern orthodox. And I've been in my head before I say ortho ortho. I think mo like mofo and yeah. trying to make that work. And so I just rolled it out for the first time here.
1: Um, you didn't love it. I, no, like, I don't even I, know what I say, said. You could say ortho. That's fine. It it also makes it sound like we're maybe orthodontists. Like. <laughs> Maybe my mom would hear that and be like, "Ooh, yeah, it makes him sound like he has a job. That's good.
0: <laughs> oh, you know, someone asked me what you do um, for a living. Mm-hmm. And it almost does feel like when I was a kid and I, my dad was a lawyer, but I didn't really understand that. And I didn't really know the answer. Mm-hmm. Same but different with you. I'm not really sure what you want to know what I said and let me know how right it is. Okay. I said that you are a sports writer in various capacities and that I thought your current gig related to, like, sports betting.
1: Yeah, yeah, you nailed it. That's fine. You oh, it. yeah. Mhm.
0: Okay, cool. I mean, I also said that uh, my dad talked on the phone. That was my answer for lawyers. Yeah. So glad to hear that I've evolved and am more correct now. Although that was still technically correct then.
1: I always remembered my like i would ask my dad when i was a little older like hey what does that guy do like in our synagogue or like this guy who's like rich what does he do And my dad often didn't know (laughs) which is also funny because he is like a big talker a hawker as we'd say like he you know he talks to a lot of people but he he would often not know he had no like curiosity as to like what people's jobs are
0: well that's very in vogue now there's like a lot of criticism around defining someone by what they quote do being Mm -hmm. asked that Uh,
1: yeah i don't define myself as someone who's like into sports so I get it.
0: Well, <laughs> yeah, definitely not. Uh, that, that has nothing to do with why we missed last week.
1: It was busy season, maybe.
0: <laughs> so one weekend and busy. Oh, because all of the bets have been made. Like all of. Yeah. The now previewing. it's like you just
1: watch your money go out the window. And I mean, you could watch the games. We are missing a couple NCAA tournament games to record this. So nobody questioned my uh, commitment to NGOG.
0: Yeah. Once again, this is your choice. No one, no one's like you. Be, I mean, look. uh how come you don't promote your articles? Like you don't do a lot of self promotion. Well, a lot your... of, a lot
1: of what I do is sort of internal stuff right now. Got it. Like writing okay. internal guides and things like that. All right. So, Akira but I don't do any self promotion. Yeah.
0: Except for renap but I. Digress. I mean, I, do,
1: I click one retweet every week. Like I don't think I do a lot of. You promotion. don't click
0: a retweet. You do original material. You should. I'm not. Almost concerned. never. You should do. Almost it. never. Almost never. Go to the tweets. We don't even need to debate this.
1: I don't constantly. think. I don't submit think I have dropped. Submit your submissions for
0: freakiest Dumbo, like whatever. You're like constantly <laughs> saying, Dumbo. "Oh, who's the biggest fan of this trash? Write it <laughs> now, gang! Quick, quick! If you want to submit to the bracket, like before you but die, I do do that.
1: I, I do do that. That's promotion. Say, wait. But no, but I that's like I someone has like I have to do it because nobody else is doing it. But um, no, I after the episode, I'll never craft. OK, like a, so hey. if
0: I don't promote NG.O.G. You'll have to do it because nobody else is doing it.
1: Well, no, not promote. But if we needed like a form for questions and you weren't doing it, I would do it.
0: Mm. Oh, OK. The form for questions, which famously has never been originally put out by you. Not once. And can I do the question form one tweet. week? How about,
1: how about this? The next time no, it's just two of No, there are spoilers.
0: You just have to ah. be promoting it. You don't. You shouldn't go through the questions. Okay. What's great about this system that, frankly, doesn't really work for the challenge at the forum, but I really like it for this, is that people, as they watch, can be on ep- – like, we have questions for season four in the doc, and I just scroll through them, and when I get to the episode, I'm like, aha, now we can answer that question.
1: Well, I just have to write down some of your ideas for future in episodes. So, Freaky as Dumbo. <laughs>
0: <Okay>. <laughs> that's <laughs> every episode
1: yeah for the freakiest them um, okay um what wh- do we have any Speaking old business maturity, yeah. yeah old business let's to attend t- to
0: let's talk about your son in a non-creepy way how can i say okay that in a non-creepy way let's talk no, about you, banana. you
1: nailed it mm-hmm. well that's <laughs> he's not my son he's my son's <laughs> imaginary friend
0: um you i mean it's been a long time so i have a lot of clips
1: I think I think maybe we go chronologically. Like we play one or two now, and we could, you know, we have no. We have... We're not
0: saving it because your son's full of gold. He, it's gonna be more and more. And honestly, it's like when I go through, they're not. From now on, actually, you should say like the topic and then send the clip because I'm just like pulling random clips now.
1: Okay, that's good. Which to is know fine. It's a it. fun
0: adventure, and I could always cut it out. But just mm-hmm. for huge, because I am playing the one with the scally. Hmm. I sent that to Scali like, because I was dying, and that was the most recent. So that's really why I'm against doing it chronologically.
1: Okay. Well, So what do All you right. got for me? Because it's been weeks. I don't remember.
0: To put time into it, um, I woke up to these on Thursday morning, March 11th, and I was okay. like, hmm, some voice notes from Akiva. So here we go.
1: Yosef, can we do the banana minute? No. When can we do the banana
0: minute? Never again. What?
1: Yes. Can you say Chipmunk.
0: My dog. So the chipmunk song didn't have the payoff you wanted it to. But what's great about that is that coincided with the week. Uh, one of the many weeks that I said, oh, no, I said that banana couldn't even be on the podcast.
1: Mm-hmm. And, and you tweeted that he was dead.
0: I realized dead to me. I realized uh, that the reason you're so good at dealing with me is that I have the same maturity level as your three year old son. <laughs> mm,
1: four. But yes.
0: Why? why um, well, that's more favorable to me so far. Mm-hmm. Why, why did he never never again? The
1: Well, I think he just wasn't in the mood for it. He's like, I, I don't always need to be on the clock here, sir.
0: Okay. The, the, I relate to that. Um, the, the other thing, we finally got a yo-tape on the call. And I, and I will dispute. He's not saying yo-tape. He's baby saying Yosef. It's very cute. But here yeah, we have course. yo-tape. Which you sent me three messages and I just kept saying no yo-tape? And here we go. Yo-tape. One more time. Yo safe. <laughs> Yo safe. <laughs> There's some others, but I, I think those were the two most memorable. And then we have uh, the most recent, which came through last night or yesterday afternoon. Okay, here we go. Today. Um, he's, uh, he's coming, he's on his rocket ship he's coming to
1: Oh, he's coming to our house? I'm very excited. I've never met him. I can't wait to eat meat banana.
0: Mm, but it takes a long, long time. How long? Um, he's gonna be, he will almost there in one minute. Okay. He's gonna be here in one minute.
1: Yeah, but sometimes you say he's not, you can't tell who he is, right? Yeah. Why?
0: Because...
1: Like, remember he, one time he came, but he dressed up as the door, so I couldn't say it was him?
0: It wasn't him.
1: Oh, that was him, the door?
0: So, no. I get it wanted. Oh, that Okay. Uh, first of all, the iconic... Mm, it's going to be a long, long time. It's so <laughs> devious and adorable. Yeah.
1: The yeah. young genius. It's, it is like a little bit of a sitcom where he's just devising ways for us not to meet this guy at this point. Like, we got a lot of, a lot of empty promises that, we're, like, he's about to come and then just never materializes. So,
0: yeah, like did some- we get a... Fa- do we need a, a translation for people before we you give us? I a don't. Follow-up? I don't
1: think they care, but I, I think like they, you know, listen. Wait, wait, whoa. Wait, wait.
0: You don't think people care about this? Then why are we discussing it for your therapy? Well, I don't therapy?
1: think they need to know. Like uh, they like the you know exact like they don't need close captioning on the whole podcast. I
0: not the whole podcast, but the the one where your baby son like has an Israeli accent and is learning English. Here's what happened. He says, "Bananas on a rocket ship to the house." And then Akiva, obviously, he understands Akiva. And he said it's going to be a long, long time. And then there's some discussion about how uh, a long time for him is one minute. He'll be here in one minute. And uh, last time there was a discrepancy because he said you can't see banana because he's the door. And that mm-hmm. wasn't even him though. So Akiva is confused. He's gaslighting maybe, you Keeve.
1: maybe macaroni go home was the door. Who knows who can keep up with this with this character.
0: We're trying to desperately. That's the whole point of this segment.
1: No, I know I'm. I, I, I am <laughs> too. I just wish I wish I had more answers for people.
0: So what happened did you follow up and I also love that for a four-year-old a minute is like the longest time he can imagine.
1: Well, I think he was caught between like, is he never coming or yeah, and then he just came up with the one amount of time he could think of, which was a minute.
0: <laughs> so did you follow? Up? First of all, I also I keep saying first of all, but I also love that you talk to him like an adult. That's how mm-hmm. I also approach children, but it's refreshing to hear you be like, oh okay, yeah, no, I could wait. That's that's perfect. <laughs> like in a tone of voice is like, oh, that seems very reasonable, and I look well, forward I was to, meeting to do baby talk. Well, you know, whatever. Like it's it's funny that you're like interacting with him in the serious way about this.
1: Mm-hmm. Well, I take it very seriously. This stuff.
0: As I'm trying to. So, what yeah. happened? Did you follow up?
1: Well, I, I never saw him. I think it's one of these things where, like, I, maybe, maybe his rocket ship ran out of fuel or something. It was always an I, excuse when you ask.
0: I guess there's a limit to how far you want to push the four year old on this. Well, I like, don't want like
1: the yeah, I don't want the cannon to be broken ever. You right. know, if sometimes he cracks, sometimes it's things over. are too outlandish and I don't send them. Like when he said <laughs> when he said uh, you know. Uh, like the macro uh, when he said Banana's mother's name is like, uh, you know, uh, you know, push, you know, push Johnny out the window or something ridiculous. Like I didn't send that because I think that ruins the canon of Banana. You know.
0: So you're gatekeeping Banana, literally. I
1: I have to gatekeep sometimes. Yeah, <laughs> I, I I only send I only send the best stuff. You know.
0: Now does he understand why you're recording him? Like, do you, or do you just put the phone in his face and ask him to say it again?
1: Well, I I asked him to come over uh today to watch basketball and he's like. I, I called him from a different room. I'm like, come over. He's like and he said, is this the banana minute? So he knows, I think, at this point.
0: <laughs> and you were like, no, we have weeks of material. Yeah. <laughs> way, yeah, why.
1: I'm way ahead. I'm not setting anything for a long time, I said. But uh, we could watch some basketball.
0: The other piece of old business is that, you know, I feel like at the height of our power, we had tens of people demanding merch and we said, we'll revisit that when we don't have a guest. And now mm-hmm. I feel like the steam has been lost, like the momentum has been lost on merch. I don't think it's I had been a team assembled. I was ready to assemble.
1: go. Well, what yeah, merch on do you want? Clubhouse.
0: What? I assembled a team of Melissa Sullivan and Kyle Picard to consult on the merch. The sleek—I made a sleek design that we tweeted out, and we never really heard about it again. I think we sort of uh, the moment had passed the merch no, minute think, had passed i
1: i listen we have three episodes in a row that people liked we have we have a bunch of big guests coming up also i, I think people are, are are game for if they were game two weeks ago i don't think they've gone away
0: it was like around right after the jar it was a long time ago four or
1: five I think you could. i don't I listen uh I, I think you could push the merch what you see so you want to start with a sleek pocket tee? Is that what we're starting? I don't want to
0: push the merch. If people want the merch, I'm willing to coordinate it at cost to me. But All right.
1: I, so if people I, so people reach out this week if they if they want NGOG merch.
0: Okay. Um I guess we can 10 minutes into the podcast discuss the episode. Yeah, uh, I'm sorry, 16 show, minutes. All right. So let's start with uh, episode 4 of season 2 uh, called I don't know Neighbors uh, which aired October 9th 2012 directed by Steve Pink and written by Elizabeth Merriweather Key if you want to uh, give us a digest
1: yeah um, maybe the thinnest um, sort of storyline of any episode out of our first 28 episodes basically new younger Neighbors move in next door uh, they take a liking to Jess. They don't like Schmidt. Meanwhile, Nick is pulling pranks, and Winston is having uh, a, an epiphany about how long he's going to live, and uses it to get a better, better, uh, potentially a better uh, position in his workplace. That's it. That's it. That's the episode.
0: Yeah, I um, I live to regret saying this. The last, the Survivor podcast we did, but not a lot of meat on the bone here in this episode, and and probably my least. Fav not an ep I skip, but my least favorite ep I think of the show that we watched of the show so far.
1: I think you're right. I don't think it's necessarily the worst. There are a couple things, but I I didn't laugh a lot, and it didn't advance the plot, and nothing happened. So yeah, it is probably it's probably 28 out of 28 so far.
0: I felt like also there were there times I laughed were not when they wanted me to laugh or mm-hmm, were the result yeah. of a uh, Nick facial expression or something smaller and, like, the bigger, funniest stuff, like, did not get me.
1: Yeah, some of the jokes didn't work. Some of the storylines didn't work. The B&C story stuff. Like, uh, even, even like, the fact that they have silly names like Brewery and Sutton and Fife, the neighbors. Not Like, almost nothing worked for me this episode, to be honest. All I didn't right, even so- realize while I was watching it, like, oh, this is nothing, but it was sort of nothing.
0: So let's... And um, with all shows i feel like i enjoy this episode or it doesn't really stand out to me or don't think about it when i'm not like taking notes for a podcast obviously like yeah it's not
1: irredeemable of course a stronger this episode was not meant to be analyzed i don't think all
0: right so let's do what it was not (laughs) meant to be done to it and analyze it um, so basically, the, the the gist is that Jess is still, like, on the downswing of being fired. That's been a storyline going on a long time. We find out she's working at the casserole shanty in this very, like, hot dog the on a stick sitcom-y the passion, um, uniform. I, you know, this is sort of like, I don't know if this was, like, an homage to old sitcom. A lot of old sitcom references, I thought not in as fun way as I would have wanted, Uh, But a lot of uh, shows that have been covered, we can't get around it. A lot of shows that have been covered on uh, Renap.
1: Yeah, so a lot of, like, 90s, 80s, 90s-ish shows that maybe a a 30-year-old person would be aware of, but not a 23-year-old, who who are the neighbors next door. um, When she does the Did I Do That Urkel stuff, uh, it made me think my daughter, like, will always come in my room and, like, start doing TikTok dances in front of the mirror or whatever. (laughs) I, oh god I'm i, I was like oh you're nerdy so i said uh I, i'm like get out of here steve twerkle the other day i thought that was pretty good so oh, someone could use well, that out there she we're all like
0: upset it. that your daughter's twerking in front of the mirror while you're in the room <laughs> i think more than we're laughing uh, at she that said joke. i'm not
1: twerking i'm throwing it back is what she said
0: <laughs> is that is that true
1: yeah that's what she said
0: oh my god we need the Adira a minute Uh, Did you, are you familiar with Mr. Belvedere, which is what was playing on the television that Jess was actually watching?
1: Uh, I mean, I'm familiar with the show, but I've never seen like a full episode.
0: Me neither. I had to Google it because the quote is like,
1: go ahead. In the the first episode of the series or second episode, like they're watching TV and you see them watching TV, which a lot of shows don't show. And I was like, oh, maybe there's a big part of the show, like seeing them watching TV because they talked about, you know, the TV is a big plot point in the first episode or two. Right. Like whose TV are they bringing in? Mm hmm. Uh, but we haven't really seen much of it it, since, but then it comes up a couple times in this episode.
0: Yeah. Um, I had to look this up because also she's like, it's TGIF, which is, this is not the TGIF I was familiar with. But again, unclear why it's, it's, it was, that was on, Mr. Belvedere was part of the Perfect Strangers Full House block of Mussy TV on Fridays. Uh, 1988 to 1989. Like, what is she watching on Friday night that's, airing this i don't know maybe i'm just like digging too much into it 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 felt very like the writers trying to do like homage to these great sitcoms but like it was totally shoehorned and forced in my opinion
1: yeah you're probably right they're like all right what shows are like old people shows but it was still realistic for someone born in you know 1980 or whatever to watch
0: uh matt stewart wants to know which impersonation was jess's best
1: Um, did I do that isn't great I guess like how rude is probably her best one
0: I like the alf the alf wasn't bad
1: yeah that is funny too did, were you did you ever drop a how rude were you ever like one of the full house girls
0: the only material I ever take is Seinfeld and it's not intentional it's like I'll make a Seinfeld reference kind of like Jess here with the did I do that is like I will make as many Seinfeld references and people will think it's me because they won't know or the reference is too I'm not saying no soup for you, and uh, four times out of ten, I'll just let it fly and take the credit. Allie from the editing room, yeah. Listening back, I understand that two four tenths is the same as two fifths, but math was never my strength. Back to the show.
1: Well, but I'm like, when you're a little kid, you were still quoting Seinfeld as opposed to Full House or whatever.
0: But I, otherwise, no. I'm sorry, I had original material.
1: Okay, so you weren't doing other people's bits.
0: I mean, I love a bit, but I don't I do all my own stunts. Wow. Did okay. you quote anything?
1: Well, I I was a big uh, uh Jim Carrey guy when I was when I was like uh you know twelve years old. I would do so a So you're lot like of,
0: somebody stop me, whatever. I, a
1: lot of alrighty then so I would drop I would <laughs> drop a lot of alrighty then, so yeah.
0: <laughs> um, all right. Well wow, wouldn't we have been two fun peas in a pod quoting? But I was Seinfeld also a big Seinfeld, Seinfeld watcher.
1: Well, I was a big Seinfeld guy when I was 12.
0: Yeah, I mean, I, I started watching Seinfeld when I was like 10, 9, 10,
1: mm-hmm.
0: early. I mean, I remember watching the finale and I was like 7 then or something.
1: Mm-hmm. So it's good parenting.
0: I, I've been saying it's unbelievable to me that Chester, you, and Jared Jerome have not started your older kids on Seinfeld.
1: I think it's because we have like spouses who don't like the show probably.
0: My mom wasn't a big, I mean, my mom didn't, doesn't dislike Seinfeld. She enjoys watching it, but not in any sort of like crazy way.
1: I don't think my kids would like it yet. I don't know.
0: you think your kids aren't, Adira would like it. She's funny.
1: Yeah. Um. I guess she'd get there. They're watching, I think she's watching Modern Family with my wife right now. So she's uh, almost up to Seinfeld. Too late for her. Mm-hmm. No,
0: I'm just kidding. I like Modern Family. But, but um. no, I've told you, I've said this on pod that one of my takes is that kids should learn how to play poker as soon as they're able to process it, like a language, like a new language. Seinfeld's in there also. It's a new language. Yeah, like I six like years take. old, put Seinfeld on.
1: Yeah, I like, I like that take. The kids should, yeah, throw throw them in front of poker.
0: Do any of your kids know how to play poker?
1: I think they, I think the older ones. do. We used to play like years ago I would play with them. They probably forgot. I do think like it does, it can potentially lead to be, them becoming degenerate gamblers. So that might actually be a bad take. I'm not sure.
0: I don't I don't think that that's true that poker especially like not Texas Hold'em right like I played five card draw with my grandpa and we didn't play for chips we just played so like you know anything you do and not in moderation can become a problem
1: uh yeah but I, I don't know if we should like lead our kids to poker when they're like six I'm not sure
0: I'm teaching my kid poker I'm teaching your kid poker get getting them on the line okay okay Uh, well, I just think it's a hard, it's like a good skill to have. And I think it's a hard one to learn as an adult.
1: Um, yeah, I I agree. It's, yeah, it's like if you're not into poker by the time you're 20, I think it's over for you.
0: I mean, what's into poker? Like you, I can play poker. I'm not into poker.
1: I don't think, I don't think if you know the rules, you're going to learn them when you're like 20.
0: Exactly. And if they're up all night procrastinating homework in high school, and they don't understand, like, how to watch the World Series of Poker on, like, ESPN 1000 at 4 a.m., then, like, mm-hmm. what else are they going to watch?
1: It is true. That's a good point.
0: Better that than some other late-night stuff. Mm-hmm. All right, you've been warned. Okay, um, Matt Stewart also wants to know, are we casserole people? Uh, he bets Allie makes a mean casserole. Again, I feel like I've said cooking, you know, my cooking isn't that I'm inflexible, right? So baking suits me because it's an inflexible art form. It's cooking, you got to be flexible, you got to improvise. Not great about that.
1: Mhm. So you're a baker, not a cooker. Um I think I
0: mean I can cook, but maybe people who've eaten my food would disagree. But I'm not a big like, oh, I'm going to whip up like a five-course meal.
1: Yeah, so you haven't have you ever made a casserole?
0: I don't even understand what a ca- like a casserole is like te- there's like some technical Mm -hmm. distinction between I think it's the other things it's it's yeah there's a casserole dish Mm -hmm. anything sort of like white and goopy which to me casserole kind of is you know like a yeah
1: I don't think there are do you think there are any casserole specific restaurants in the United States like is this completely made up yes
0: I would say let's say
1: A a not including like a restaurant
0: casserole restaurant i looked up um there's a place called the casserole bistro casserole bistro in bloomfield new jersey but well, again, i'm sure there's like, lots what of, does that mean? of
1: restaurants with casserole in the title but does that do they necessarily serve casseroles as their thing
0: i don't mm, think so no it's just italian cuisine all right this is i mean i feel like everything we do is boring but mm-hmm. this is probably particularly boring uh, but yeah, no casserole, I mean like I can make a lasagna, I can do sort of like a baked ravioli which feels casserole, but as far as like a green bean casserole goes, that's not not my vibe. If you're using cream of mushroom soup, you've lost me. You've gone too far.
1: Okay. I'm a big tuna casserole guy. Not make I don't know how to make food. But, but that's I like tuna tuna casserole.
0: What is tuna that's like tuna and cheese? Yeah. I mean, Godspeed, friend. I, I mean, think that's Lee, you're going to have the know. audience I I on just,
1: this. There I found casseroles Atlanta. They sell casseroles. I'm not sure if it's like a restaurant or if it's more like uh like takeout type things, but they have a lot of a Reuben casserole. Sliced okay, my apologies
0: to tuna casserole apparently it does not have cheese.
1: No, no, there's no cheese in tuna casserole. See, I don't even like know. <laughs> <it's in the laughs> Five food seconds I eat. ago,
0: you were like, "Yeah." I'm yeah, you know, sure. I don't even. But
1: I, then I'm like, "Yeah, I don't even know what's in the food I eat. I just like."
0: It's the cream of mushroom soup for me. Mm-hmm. That's
1: gonna lose me. I like, like cream of r- mushroom soup.
0: I know, cause you're a thick and creamy guy, and I just mm-hmm. don't vibe with that. But, thick you know... and know,
1: cre- I'll put that as my my new Twitter bio: <laughs> thick and creamy guy.
0: <laughs> you are. I feel like you like a bechamel. You like, a, you like a ranch maybe?
1: I don't really like ranch. I prob- I'm i the type of person who would like ranch because I like mayo, but I don't like ranch at all.
0: Yeah, you like mayo? I didn't even want to say it. Anything mm-hmm. mayo adjacent.
1: Um, I know somebody couple... who
0: is so anti-mayo and so anti-white like white creamy stuff like I am, but that it extended to ice cream. That can't relate. Vanilla ice cream.
1: That's wild. That's
0: a whole different product.
1: Yeah, I uh, know. I agree. Vanilla ice cream and, and mayo are not in the same field. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, uh, well I like when when you could really tell like it's of a time and a place like Schmidt keeps saying like crushed it uh at at the beginning of the episode like what do I do at work I crush it and that's like that was like the big sort of uh like office speak of you know whenever this episode airs 2013 or whatever like that's that's what people were talking like Gary Vee's writing a book like crush it I think then like uh that's how people like d-bags were talking back then
0: that maybe that's it with this episode is it's very uh dated. Like a lot mm-hmm. of it doesn't hold up. Um but all right, then so the neighbors show up, right? And Kyle Picard wants to know in a pre-COVID world, are you interested in meeting or hanging out with your neighbors or are you more of a head nod wave in the hallway and leave
1: it at that? Well, th- you know, this weekend we threw like a Do you know Can you explain what a kiddish is? Do you know what a kiddish is?
0: Yeah, I know what a kiddish is. This was Friday night.
1: Well, no, it's okay. So kiddish is like the the Maybe I'm thinking of own
0: I'm thinking of well. I know what a kiddish is, but I'm mm-hmm. thinking of like an oneg Shabbat.
1: Okay, fine. So basically, we threw like a little party, but we de- didn't do it indoors because of COVID. So we did it like on the street, like a pre-bat mitzvah celebration. Speaking of neighbors. So does she have
0: to stop sinning now, or that's just the pre <laughs> You really
1: you really are uh, obsessed with the sinning part of this, which Well is it's basically... so
0: funny when somebody mentions a bar mitzvah, it's like, oh gotta stop sinning. Gotta stop sinning.
1: No more now it's like before you're twelve, it's like the sins go to the parents, but now it's all on you.
0: Well go back to what a kiddish is, because I know what a kiddish is, right? We didn't explain it. That's the blessing. Well, it's the literally wine. the
1: blessing over the wine that you'd make on Shabbat. But then it's also like a part. But then like kiddish girls would be like you
0: make a Yeah, sp- My mom would yeah, say a, that. But I exactly. actually when you ask me, I know what it is. I've been to a kiddish, but I can't explain it.
1: Yeah, it's a Saturday morning sort of post synagogue like stand up meal. So you're not like sitting down really. But there's not it's that like different
0: b- from an own egg. It's just when it happens.
1: Yeah. oneg egg is Friday night usually. And, and got it. And OK. Saturday. Right, yeah. so I'm
0: learning it's, here. Mm hmm. Allie from the editing room, imagine anything less appealing than a stand up meal. Back to the show.
1: Yeah, no. So, um, anyway, uh, speaking of neighbors, so like we just did it in the street and um, my, you know, having a good time. We're uh, like a lot of our friends came and then, but we live in a new building and we haven't really met the people, even though we've been here for like six months because of COVID. We haven't met any of them. And um, instead of like, but we did put up signs in the building like, hey, everyone's invited. You should come down because it's, it's like outside in the street. Um, and then and then uh, what's it called people came over and like, but instead of being like, oh, Mazel is exciting. They were like, uh, you should have asked first. Like, why are you doing this? Oh, Really? Yeah. <laughs> so you should. But have... it was in the street. It wasn't even in the building because like, there are no cars there. There are no cars driving by on Saturday. So like you could literally do it like on the sidewalk, like parking lot area. See, Um, I'm
0: laughing because I was thinking, like, the neighbor's thing doesn't hold up because, like, people have parties on my hall all the time where I live. And, like, nobody has ever knocked on the door or, like, slid a note, like, having a party tonight. But, like, mm -hmm. my friend who had a COVID micro-wedding on her, like, front lawn did apparently either, like, leave a note or, like, go door to door and call the neighbors to say, like, hey, like, we're going to have a wedding. It'll be over by 1030 because it was a weeknight. Because it was like a Jewish wedding. So it was like a mm-hmm. Thursday night. So I guess they didn't want people like calling. But I guess you should have called Akiva.
1: But this is even going further. She's saying warning them about the noise versus inviting them to the party.
0: What do you mean you should have asked? I thought you did. Invi- oh, wait, they came and said you should have invited me. I think you meant they came and said you should have inv- asked permission.
1: Yeah, they asked permission.
0: Right. Okay, right. Same thing. I mean, they weren't invited to the wedding, but they were sort of saying like, we're going to have a party. Hope that's okay.
1: Mm-hmm, exactly
0: I mean that's kind of I see this is so surprising because I forgot Kyle I read Kyle's question and I was like oh this will be funny because Akiva and I will talk about how grouchy we are and like we don't want to meet our neighbors and go out but it's a totally different cultural question to ask you this a in Israel and B as as a mo generally
1: I guess that is true but also like I mean I'm also you know I'm, I'm like I'm coming from Manhattan sort of like you don't I, I we, there was probably a neighbors we never spoke to, you know, but even in you, New you Jersey, never spoke to your neighbors, you said. Right. You don't, you Certainly don't know, not you even here.
0: Know my mom's like, did you, did you meet anyone in your building? Absolutely not. And like when people are like, have a good night when I leave the elevator, I'm like, huh. Um, but that's not like a. I blame it. on like, oh, yeah, New York City. Like when people say hello to you in the Midwest or like, like I go back to suburbia where my mom lives. When we grew up, we didn't know our neighbors. Like, when we were teenagers, they started doing a block party. We never went, uh, probably because we were too old, but just generally. I think we wait. My mom is typically like, wave. Like, I just don't have the friendly instinct. I'm not rude, but, like, I forget. Like, I'm just like, I'll walk around a suburban block and everyone, especially in COVID, because all you can do is walk, is like... Hello, and I'm just like, oh yeah, hi. Like I just pretend no one's there. That's so yeah. horrible to say. I thought you'd be there with me, but you're not.
1: No, I am. Like, um, I had I had two twins who were also my exact age, modern Orthodox, um, Jews. Two doors down from me, one house in between us, <laughs> growing up. Um, and, <laughs> but like we knew, I'm sure a lot of the same people. Uh, I never spoke. I like we went to their house like the first week that that, that we moved in, and I never spoke to them again in my entire life. Like, and I have like mutual friends with them and I've literally, even though our parents live like, you know, 22 feet apart, I've never, I've never spoken even like a hello to them in the last 25 years.
0: Um. So we're terrible and mm-hmm. now you all know if you didn't know already, mm-hmm. um, but all right. Um, so we meet, you already mentioned the terrible names. Go ahead.
1: Yeah. Terrible names. Another one They're they're watching when, when he comes over and they're watching um, Top Gun. Yep. So they call him Anthony. Were you an ER person? No. Okay. So, but do you know who Anthony Edwards is? No. So Anthony Edwards. The only I guess, medical
0: show I ever watched was Scrubs.
1: Uh, okay. So you, yeah, I also don't do medical dramas. I've never watched a medical drama. So you never. you I have enough I, I, drama see, in
0: my own life.
1: It's true. Although I, I wouldn't shock me if you were a. Um,
0: don't say Grey's uh, Anatomy to me.
1: It wouldn't have shocked me if you watched like season one of Grey's.
0: Ugh, please. Okay. Like, I had time for ABC scripted shows while I was, like, knee-deep in Survivor and MTV.
1: Fair enough. I haven't um, changed
0: a minute. I walked out of the womb like this. I've, like, now gotten into sitcoms, but I was watching Seinfeld, <laughs> Survivor, and MTV, and that's it.
1: Fair enough. Um, but, so this will have no payoff, but one of, the, one of, like, the best rookies in the NBA is named Anthony Edwards. And in the 32 fans chat, um, they call him Dr. Green because that was Anthony Edwards' character. He was like the star of VR, Dr. Green. But now I'm thinking, should we change it to the Goose Man? Because that's what they call him in this episode.
0: Take it up with the 32 fans chat. Okay. Um, <laughs> but I actually have heard of Anthony Edwards, the basketball player. Had not so you, heard of Anthony Edwards, you, the actor.
1: I am. Sure, I mean, it's funny because Anthony Edwards was like, you are, here's the crazy thing. This is actually like mildly interesting. Because we're talking about Seinfeld, we're big Seinfeld people. Seinfeld was a massive hit, right? It wasn't just like a critical darling. But then, and Friends is like maybe even more popular now than Seinfeld. E.R. would come on after those two shows and, and two garbage shows, in you know, at the 830, 930 spots and blow those shows out of the water with ratings. E.R. was for a couple of years like the most watched show of those five shows and therefore the most watched show on television, right?
0: Yeah, you know what else is great? csi mm-hmm. miami and blue no, bloods, but like, you know like but,
1: but the n- amount of people watching er then was like the the whole country was watching er how'd they do an 18 24? No,
0: in 18 to 24. Sure. 18 to 49 probably <laughs> no, still no. younger huge numbers younger than that like 18 to what is it 34 there's like another younger bracket 18 to
1: 34 but yeah, yeah i i i which by the way not to not to depress myself i'm not even in that that bracket anymore um and What's crazy is like Anthony Edwards was the star, the biggest star of like the biggest show on television. You know, Clooney was in and out of that show um, for years. And then I think like left to do movies but was never really in a movie. Like Top Gun is many years before ER. And like then people like you who are like pop culture, you know, who have a lot of pop culture knowledge don't even know who he is. Like he was, isn't that I'm crazy? Very
0: sp- I'm highly specialized. I don't mm-hmm. have a That's broad. True. Pop culture knowledge base, right? Like you could run circles around me in general Hollywood trivia. I am very like uh, I could tell you like everything that just happened with Anna uh over the weekend. Mm-hmm. Like I don't, I don't know. Well, that that's, that. I don't that's know, in like, our wheelhouse. Classic movies.
1: That's in our wheel Well, that's of
0: adjacent. It has nothing to do with Garner anymore. Um. Yeah. No. I mean, interesting. I'm interested. I learn a lot from you when you go on these like. Uh, Sojourns. But speaking but... of
1: speaking of like pop culture um, blind spots, somebody messaged me today. We were talking about TV theme songs. Somebody messaged me, and they're uh, like, "I don't think
0: we were talking about TV theme songs."
1: Um, so somebody's like, <laughs> "Why are people tweeting about the OC? I've never heard of it." That made me feel old.
0: Well, let's, that works perfectly with this episode, right? Like, is there a world... We got a question... I'm, like, jumping ahead, right? But we got a question from Matt Stewart. Is there any way that none of the neighbors would know these sitcom catchphrases? Like, the, did I... The idea that a, a millennial... What, how old do you think these people were supposed to be, Sutton and Feef and whatever? I think right
1: out of college. So okay, like 23-ish. so... 3 ish In
0: 2012... Yeah. I was a junior in college. Humble brag. Mm-hmm. Um... And there's no world where I didn't know how rude <laughs> did I yeah. do that.
1: Right. And they're older than you.
0: And they're older than me. And now yeah. I'm a freak. But I think most people... Like, I was watching... But they're Cruise freaks, Company too. Their names and are and all and all five. No, but I'm saying, like, I had even a deeper... Not Like, I was watching the Mary Tyler Moore show. Like, I was watching shows that were... After I said I only watched MTV, I watched a lot of Nick at Night and stuff like that.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: But... So fair enough, if this were like a threes Company reference, would a junior, uh, would a, a 23-year-old know that in 2012? Maybe not. No. But they were picking shows that were like in the, the meat and potatoes of our sitcom viewing at that age.
1: But maybe these people were like freaks who didn't have televisions growing up.
0: I did love the detail that's spot on for a millennial apartment is that they're all watching on a laptop. They didn't have a TV, like that was right. pretty funny to me.
1: Yeah, and but then they like ruined it by referencing it later. Like it was funnier when you just saw it, and then they're like, "I think I missed that." They don't they even have a TV. It? Yeah,
0: Uh-oh. <laughs> I wasn't paying that. much By the much way, attention uh, speaking of things
1: episode. not not working out in the episode, he's he's talking about he's trying to like uh, come up with a Jewish name for himself, and he called ultimately calls himself Pesach Pan, <laughs> which is Should very appropriate play? for this week.
0: Should we play uh, Noam? Noam saying Pesach. I, I tweeted it. Yeah, I don't think you love the tweet.
1: Oh no, I like it. You could play it. Yeah.
0: How do you like the reference I made to sw- sweeping your hummets? I'm not going to sweep my hummets, but you know, I'm I'm loose with it. Here we go. You
1: don't do. Su- oh yeah, because you're a mess. You, people think you're. People probably think you're very neat.
0: Do people think I'm? People. I, yeah, you and Missy have said that to me. I think it everyone thinks you're neat. Me. I'm. I am sitting in a lair of my own filth right now. Oh, like I'm disgusting. <laughs>
1: I don't put people into my apartment. People, yeah, I think people are shocked. People are shocked when they're hearing this right now. People, everyone thinks you're neat.
0: Yeah, because I have all of the intensity mm-hmm. in the areas of my life where I would require less intensity and mm-hmm. no intensity in the areas of my life where I'd benefit from being intense.
1: True, yes. Or maybe work. No, work you probably benefit from. Do you it's have my cross to bear. Yeah.
0: Um, people are yeah, shocked. People are,
1: people like you just said, like sitting in your own field, people are, are their mouths are agape. They're stunned.
0: Yeah, but then, but then what's this, right? Because I went on the, like, who's lying thing on Puya's stream, and there was one about showering twice a day, and, like, is not asking me any questions, and I even make a joke, or I'm, I'm just going to mute. I know you know this isn't me. And they, like, all agree. So, like, if people think I'm so neat, they think I'm neat, but that I'm, like, physically disgusting. <laughs>
1: Like your apartment is is nice, but there's no way you like bathe often, is what they're
0: saying. I haven't met these people. I've met Mike Bloom. I I've never met Puya in person, so there's no way he can like smell me through the computer. I don't smell. But you're I'm also saying very it. They didn't say they didn't
1: say you could meet.
0: I'm very clean in common spaces. Like if I shared a living room with a person, mm-hmm. I would be immaculate. But then my own space would be a dumpster fire. But yeah, I mean, I'm I, trying to go into I thirty. Need- respectful of my apartment, I pay too much honestly for this apartment to treat it the way that I do
1: honestly you pay uh, that much so you can treat it however you want
0: no that's not the logic the logic is I have a nice apartment and I should be like living in a nice space I could Mm -hmm. live in like a worse apartment to to be like it's probably
1: frustrating also like if it's really gross and I don't I think you're probably exaggerating but like the
0: Akiva you can't fathom what my mm-hmm. apartment looks like right now.
1: Send a pic. Send a pic. For
0: a million dollars, I wouldn't send a pic. Not a million. Well, I, I, if you were to give me ten thousand dollars, well, I would me, not tweet a picture of this apartment. No, I no, said to me, no, right. no, don't,
1: don't tweet it. Send it to me.
0: There, I wouldn't show you this.
1: I've, I've seen much worse. I don't let anyway, people
0: in. There's no way I you. I actually would venture to say you haven't seen worse. That's how serious I am.
1: I don't know. I mean, you don't have like toys all over the floor, so I probably have
0: okay let's move on i'm happy to i'm happy you think this of me and i should be yeah i should be continuing this is all a bit people i'm just Mm -hmm, kidding uh you could eat off my floors
1: but then it sucks because like the one time like when you eventually have to have people in then it's like a lot of stress i've been yes when you have a messy house it's like oh i gotta clean oh my god
0: akiva it takes me four days before yeah. I'm a, I'm able to have people over. Missy gets on me about this all the time because she's like, You should never be more than like an hour or two hours away from being able to have people uh-huh. come it's over. A, it's
1: a great, it's a, honestly a great philosophy from Missy. But
0: without kids, as a single woman in New mm-hmm. York City in a small but nice sized one bedroom apartment, mm-hmm. she's like, What could take you four days?
1: It's a great to question.
0: <laughs> so that right. we'll leave it as a blind item people don't need to hear my suffering
1: okay my own disgusting nobody's perfect
0: well how rigid with your kids are you about cleaning their room
1: well i mean it's the it's the main cleaning time of the year which is why we've gotten into it right passover is like the for us no just like
0: day-to-day keeping their life clean. because i I know how to clean right like if mm -hmm. i did if i had no job and had two days i could make this shine like the top of the chrysler building like i'm aware of how to clean
1: hmm you're aware of that.
0: <laughs> but it's but it's more like there are people i know who would never throw their shirt on the floor when they get home for the day like mm-hmm. and they change to pajamas like the concept of putting it on the floor is just completely lost on them i had <laughs> the gentile when he would be hammered in law school he would come back and take his shirt off and like attempt to hang it up like he one time sent me a photo where he woke up after a big party and his button down shirt was like draped over his closet. Like even in his drunkest state, he attempted to hang up his shirt like I mm-hmm. can't compute that. But like are mean, your ki- definitely- like as a kid, I was like throwing my crap everywhere. and My mom would yell at me and I'd just be like, whatever.
1: <laughs> I'm not saying I like throw would like throw my pants on the floor every night. And right now I'm in a state where I'm pretty good. About putting stuff back, but I, I'm also not a person who's like horrified by somebody doing it. You know what I mean? Like, I'm—it's not out of the realm of like the world I live in, where you could just like throw your shirt on the floor when you get home.
0: Heed my warning. Make your kids. Clean. My mom. My mom tried for the life of her. My mom tried.
1: Mm-hmm. But I was it like, skips busy a generation. And also. Yeah, if she's like uh, extremely clean and she's maybe like, no, you you don't clean to my standards. I'm going to clean for you. Then it skips a generation
0: yeah well the biggest i mean the biggest loss with my dad not here there are bigger losses but one of the big one of the many losses is that after we host a holiday my dad was a big dish doer as i understand you are as well Mm. and like we'd cook all day thanksgiving the house would be a disaster like the kitchen whatever we'd like serve the meal people leave full the dining room's a mess you know the living room's got the hors d'oeuvres the kitchen's like sinks piled up And even though my mom and I do try to clean as we go, but like, you know, Thanksgiving happens, it's like a bomb goes off and we'd be exhausted and we'd go to bed and we'd wake up and everything would be clean. My dad would stay up and clean, break down the tables, the chairs, clean everything, all the dishes would be done. And now we go to bed and there's no elf working through the night. (laughs) It's like, I still don't help, (laughs) but like he would do it if I didn't do it.
1: Yeah. Um, Should we cut
0: this? Do people care? No. No, I think that's interesting.
1: <laughs> one day, like, a, it also gives me a little bit of hope that one day my family will miss me. They'll be like, oh, shoot, we have to do this.
0: Again. Oh, my God. That's so devastating. Maybe start doing things that would be missable. Oh,
1: okay, Mara Jr.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Adira's yeah. like, oh, my dad used to be asleep on the couch right now during the day. Start doing uh... things. Like,
1: oh, he'd be ignoring us for March Madness.
0: <laughs> oh, this one week of March was his busy season. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god okay we're terrible but everyone already knew that Uh, oh did you feel any chester vibes from schmidt this week or do i have to explain it again and get myself canceled
1: explain i don't know what you're talking about
0: Allie from the editing room i just want you guys to know that i'm already in trouble for having said this and obviously the show has not aired yet so already paying the price back to the show when he says... Explain I... who Chester
1: is. Chester hasn't even been on the show. You, you okay. can't just like drop I feel like
0: we've, exp- we've explained this. Chester is my Orthodox Jewish dad to my Akiva's Orthodox Jewish mom. I mean,
1: he, but he's my, he, like, he's my friend.
0: <laughs> I'm getting to it. Uh-huh. He co-hosts a pod. If you think you're going to ask me to explain someone and I'm not going to start by my personal point of reference, okay, then, fine. <laughs> I mean, you've never <laughs> yes. met me.
1: I forgot that the world does start and stop but, uh, at least Convenience.
0: <laughs> You want to you tell them how you said that oh, to me? Oh, no no, <laughs> no, 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 Not everything revolves around you. <laughs> We're fine. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> I'm sure a lot of people listening to this podcast would love to say that to me, Akima. So, the voice of the people. Chester is the co-host of 32Fans. And one of his claims to fame is he's, like, a very big chart person. He's got, you think it, he's charted it. He's got rankings of the 1978's best pitchers who didn't start, like, relief pitchers, you know, when the sun was up. He's Mm -hmm. got just, like, ridiculously minutiae, ridiculous things charted, um, gets into the weeds with everything. Great guy. I don't Mm -hmm. know, actually, that he's a great guy. I assume. Yeah, why not? Um, Better when Schmidt. when Schmidt is like, oh, you think I spent forty nine ninety five a month on a real time an inaccurate real time actuarial table? Like that to me felt very Chester's charts. Except that he would have developed the chart internally.
1: I know. And Chester isn't isn't like spending big money on stuff like that. That's not well, what time. about
0: the trivia game, famously?
1: Well, oh, that we spent like three hundred dollars on a Kahoot that we used twice, and that he probably forgot to cancel. So we're spending it like now that quarantine is going to be over, we're spending another three hundred dollars. Um, that's true, yeah. But um, yes, Schmidt in this episode is especially unlikable. Like, there's. I really... mean, I feel
0: a little bad. He, you go ahead. You say why, and I'll be quiet.
1: No, I mean, I, I, I it, it's sort of like in our little world, it's like okay, it's like annoying but cute. But then he meets like real people who aren't interested in like you know, like sleeping with him or, or like, they're not his peers. So he's just a freak, you know?
0: Okay. Well, that's offensive to freaks um, as a famous defender of freaks. But anyway, um, here's the thing about Schmidt, right? And this is obviously like not at the forefront of the episode, but I think it's where the episode is going, is taking all the baggage we have about Schmidt, right? Schmidt is falsely confident he's definitely like still the insecure like quote fat schmidt that he was in college and all the way before that and he gets it when he like breaks down to jess and he's like i will never stop trying like that's what i do and so to me it's like here's a guy who's just so desperate to be accepted and he doesn't have the tools and he doesn't have the understanding of what he needs to do or what he's not ever going to be accepted by these people right and Mm. in that way it's like heartbreaking it's like a guy who just genuinely wants to be liked like he's not doing any of this stuff because he actually believes I think that he's cool or likable I think he's doing it to desperately try to seem cool and likable
1: yeah no I I, everything you said is correct I mean Um, I don't know
0: for sure we have to take it and also like who cares
1: if Brory and Sutton Fife like you and they're true Well, he
0: needs everyone to like him that's part of the psychosis
1: I know, but it's, like, ultimately, like, it's not heartbreaking when these, when these people don't like you, ultimately.
0: Well, it, it adds to it, right, when Nick is, right, when these people who we don't even like don't like him, it's whatever. But when, like, Nick is saying, if I had a dollar for, this is a great line, if I had a dollar for every person I couldn't hang out with because they hated Schmidt, I'd be rich, like, fill my gas tank all the way up, rich.
1: Yeah, that was funny. As a, as
0: a famously disgusting person, that resonated with me because there were definitely, like, times in high school where I procrastinated filling my gas tank. Actually, my brother and I used to, like, have an unspoken war to the death, like, game of chicken with the gas to see, like, who would have to fill it up. And you'd, like, get home with it basically on empty. And then the next person who took it would definitely have to. And I would, like, be scrounging up dollars 'Cause I didn't carry a wallet because I'm unorganized. And I'd be like, Can I have seven dollars of uh gas, please?
1: Yeah. <laughs> so um, I can but, get
0: home.
1: <laughs> w first of all, like just the idea that you're driving in this story makes me think it's a lie.
0: Well, only in high school. I did drive to high school and back.
1: Oh, okay. And then and, locally and I can drive in from a driving after that. I can you drive through highways? In the
0: tri no, I don't do, the, do major roads. I can drive in the tri town area. Of the tri town area. Okay. <laughs> exactly. No. Got it.
1: Uh, so as long as you move, move to like a very small, you know, suburban area, you're okay. You could like do, you could do pickup for your kids if you need to or something.
0: No, we're, we're waiting out driverless cars, baby. And we're almost there.
1: Mm-hmm. You we'll and I never I have we, to drive. We as yeah. me and you. Okay. Me, you, and
0: the rest of the driverless amongst us.
1: Mm-hmm. A lot, yeah. A lot of city folk, a lot of Manhattan people probably don't know how to drive, never learned. We're, we're almost there. We're almost there. Yeah, the but that's
0: for like she, she reason. We're not she, she. We're just. Um, something else that sounds Useless.
1: better than that. Like, <laughs> well, <incompetent.
0: laughs> um, Explain to me the prank, how the prank storyline fits in. Because while I found it the most fun part of the episode, I didn't understand the logic of the neighbors don't like him, so I will have to prank Schmidt.
1: Yeah, it didn't really, it doesn't really add up. Like, you, what you're saying is correct. Like, we just need a storyline. We're saving a lot of money in this episode, and we're not leaving... The apartment building, other than um, one scene at the radio station, right? We're we're in do- and, and a couple flashbacks, I guess, but uh, which which you know count the same as if it's a real <laughs> if it's a real time scene. But like the, most of the episode is uh, is indoors, uh, and basically the prank wars are just like we need something for Nick and Winston to do. So Nick is Nick is all of a sudden prank Sinatra. He's a big pranker, and uh, Winston is like an over the top pranker who either goes way too small. Or way too big in pranking
0: I couldn't figure out if the lot if that Nick had been doing these pranks to cope with the fact that he loses friends because Winston uh sorry because people hate Schmidt or like... if it was like in retaliation just like, all right, I'll have to prank him
1: mm-hmm. now. Yeah, I don't know. It's like, yeah, he's not paying attention to me. he's too focused on the other people. Let me ask you a question. How Please. would you get the weird neighbors to like you?
0: I mean, we've established that I'm not interested
1: hmm. But let's say for every reason you needed to. What would you do?
0: I mean, I feel like I have the same ap- if, if they like Jess because she's quoting old sitcoms, like I could have that same appeal. I also think the podcast would probably play well with that audience about a sitcom that's not of the time.
1: Mm hmm. I think if you just like bake them cookies, they'd probably be into it. Like, you what is Schmidt providing? You know what I mean? If Schmidt was like coming over because he's like the he's saying like I'm the rich guy. Like if he's buying them pizza or whatever, then they or casserole like they would like him. He's not he's not providing anything for them, you know. You gotta like buy your friends sometimes.
0: They're also super mean to him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like they're inviting Jess over in front of him in the hall, like they're so needlessly mean. You would just stop Mm -hmm. inviting like what's so great about Jess that these four people are so desperate to hang out with her that they'll put up with the person that they hate.
1: Uh what's so great about I mean, like, what do you mean? She's she's Jess.
0: No, well, you're like, what would you add? Whatever. Like, I get that they like Jess, but if they hate Schmidt enough, they're not gonna hang out with Jess. They're not gonna invite her over in front of him. Like, all of that's ridiculous um uh, i have a question about pranks from the audience
1: mm-hmm. okay producer
0: kelly says is this a pro pranking podcast
1: uh yeah some people are very anti-pranks i'm definitely i don't i I wouldn't say i spend a lot of time pranking people um but yosef uh, did have a it didn't really come out but he did have a pranking uh banana thing where he said like something ridiculous and he's like pranked ya. <laughs> uh but it, it didn't come out um i i that's amazing what's the best prank you've ever pulled and are you a pranking person
0: so i definitely like at camp had some decent pranks i was like engaged in a prank war to me and this girl against me and this other girl like we're all friends and i actually woke up right before they were about to saran wrap me to the bed and put like uh flashlights in your eyes and yell like truck and then you like freak out apparently and like, I could have died when they did that. So I'm glad I woke up on, I, I sat up in bed and they were across the room and I pointed at them like some freak who was listening in the night. Uh, so don't try to prank me in my sleep. It's been attempted. It won't work. Uh, one of the best pranks we did was we cut a deal with one of the guys and was like, if you give us a key to your room, we'll go easy on you. And we took a bunch of like tampons and pads and put it all over this like, you know, seventh grade boys room. And we put, like, one rap tampon on the guy who helped us to not make it, like, so obvious that he was spared. But mm-hmm. for, for for 12-year-olds, that's pretty fun. Kind of an expensive prank. Sorry to our moms. But um, that's pretty good. Missy is in a quarantine prank war. Remind us, listeners, if you remember, to write in during the Season 4 Dice episode because missy is involved in a quarantine prank war that's one-sided the guy still doesn't know it's her and it's some of the funniest material i've ever oh, seen oh yeah you've sent me pranks. a couple of
1: them I, now i'm blanking on one of them and it was amazing
0: i did it was pretty inappropriate for me to send to you
1: no may, so maybe it's a different one <laughs> there was I, the one i remember was not i don't think at all inappropriate
0: what what was it was it what, oh it was the mcdonald she sent him like 300 dollars in like filet fish
1: yeah, something like that. Like a lot of McDonald's.
0: <laughs> but just filet, just filet of fish. No fries, no burgers, just mm-hmm. filet of fish. Um, but yeah, I mean, I'm pro-, pro. I also, I love an April Fool's Day prank call. Like, I, and having a work phone, I recommend getting a work phone because you can call someone from a work phone. Oh,
1: you have two phones?
0: Yeah. And, <laughs> and you call, and you, like I did, like, uh, Is your refrigerator running, or I forgot? Oh no, I did a call asking. I called my best friend from college, and I said, uh, I left a message. Hi, we're looking for Seymour. Seymour, butts, uh, please give us a call back. And she couldn't really hear it, so she called back and was like, Hi, um, I received a call. (laughs) She was like, like, I think you have the wrong number, and I just died. So I like juvenile, not really well thought out pranks. Okay,
1: all right, but we're we're ultimately we're a pro pranking podcast. Right in with your I don't want to be pranked.
0: I don't want to be pranked.
1: Yeah. We don't want to be pranked. We're not going to be pranking. Um, how about this? Um, let's talk about Winston for a second. What, like, Winston all of a sudden decides he's going to die based on the actuarial table. Well, right? not like, all of a sudden, yeah. Yeah, he says, like, he's going to, he's he, like, everything he sees is like, all right, you lose two years for this and another year for this. And he realizes he's going to die. And then he uses it to, like, give this weird speech that's completely incoherent at work. And I wrote in my notes, did Winston quit? And then the next thing you know, he became a producer at the Sports Talk Radio Show.
0: Yeah, no, he's going in saying, I want to work here for real. I can't be your intern. I did love um, the line, the job is the pigskin, and damn it, I'm in the red zone. (laughs) That's you. You would march in.
1: Mm -hmm. I would say that. It's crazy
0: it worked. Logan Adair says, I just want to point out how bad the radio station name KQTO is where Winston gets a job. That's where Winston, I think, ha- has been working.
1: Yeah, well, we didn't meet, you know, Karimo Jujabar is not around in this episode. And even like the really shady uh, sports talk radio show host with the drinking pee or whatever is not uh... – is not around this episode. I think either. he's
0: an intern for that host, but he's yeah. going to like the the execs, like the powers that be yes. at the the network.
1: Yeah. When uh, I used to I, listen to Adam Carolla, he used to say, um, "Like TV executives are like smart and evil, and radio executives are stupid and evil." I don't know. They're always uh, stuck I have with no me. No
0: opinion on that. <laughs> what are you?
1: I'm not a television or radio executive.
0: <laughs> what are what are podcasters?
1: um i mean i don't think we're evil i don't think Speak we're smart <laughs>
0: hey
1: uh we're but we're, we're in the middle we're 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 not nice but we're not mean but we're also not smart and not dumb um you know what we are we're available what? we are, we're, i am extremely available yeah i'm nothing if not available um the best the best ability is failability and that and that i certainly have this <laughs> um yeah so winston does not quit he becomes a producer but Womp womp, it's on like the two thirty to five thirty overnight shift. So that's how you gotta we'll get if, started. Yeah, that is how you get started. I mean, he's in LA. Like a lot of people get started doing that, but in like, you know, uh Topeka, Kansas, like a small market. Nick says he spent twelve to thirteen hundred dollars on pranks. I think you could appreciate something like that. Like for a bit you will definitely spend money. Maybe not thirteen hundred dollars, but like you are willing to spend money I'm on like band.
0: out I'm out like almost sixty bucks on these like stupid Cochrane posters. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> Uh, but I have no regrets. Yeah, no, I'll put money behind it. But yeah, the third. Mm-hmm. I love how he's like, I was under budget. <laughs> he's like, you can't afford it. I know. That, that but he funny. was under his pretend <laughs> budget.
1: Yeah, I'm under budget. You think fake con- <laughs> contact lenses are free? They are not.
0: <laughs> well, we. I feel like we're going to get added. I mean, our listeners are very nice. But like all the pranks were to make Winston feel old. At, at Winston, geez, Schmidt feel old. And that's like pretty funny. Like the, the pranks for that purpose were pretty funny um like the shaving like an eighth of an inch off of each thing and like the silk. it's just a quick after that just this quick silk screen job from there <laughs> like a spackle on a silk screen um but yeah i am overly committed to a bit such that i could relate to to nicholas
1: mm-hmm. yeah so it's just there it's just the reason for the episode he's just pranking people Pranks sinatra over here uh nothing much comes of it and then the episode basically ends with uh winston the callback to winston uh after Schmidt gets hit with the fake contact lenses prank, Winston comes in with a ski and uh and is gonna hit him. Like I, I think they could have come up with a better stupid example of like something that Winston thought was a prank that's like way too over the top. But Yeah.
0: I the other thing we should talk about, and then it reminded me because Kelly asked us a question sort of similar to that, but not really. Um Jess and Schmidt do have a resolution, right? That's like Okay, Schmidt accepts that they don't like him and it's because of his personality, not because he's old and he can change that. Jess has this realization like, okay, I don't want to do this anymore. Like I got fired, but at least I'm not 23. At least I can rent a car. Like I'm going to go find a job. Kelly says complete the sentence. My life really sucks right now, but at least I don't blank.
1: Oh, wow. That's dark. First of all, why our lives don't suck. Speak well, she yourself. says no,
0: she's like, well, we're in quarantine. <laughs> yeah, so, no, they do my suck. Answer I'm would just be joking. Like, my life sucks right now, but at least I don't host your nap.
1: <laughs> Fair enough. Um...
0: <laughs> that really cracked me up. It was right mm-hmm. there. I thought you were going to snake it from me. Yeah. Didn't even see it coming. And it was right in front of your face. <laughs> Yeah. Okay, we'll move on. The Kelly you, question. You I'm, want me to?
1: You want me to say one?
0: Oh, I mean, I only asked that because I wanted to say that. But yeah, sure. Oh,
1: okay. You want to say a joke? No, I'm not. I'm not going to say it now. I'm not. I'm not. Gonna no, say so
0: please share. Share with the class, Akiva. No,
1: I got nothing. I got nothing.
0: Well, you just said like you were going to say one.
1: Yeah, I decided uh, it's 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 not nice. I'm not going to say it.
0: You want to have a standoff? I'll be here all night. <laughs> not saying it. Just say it. I'll edit it out. You know I edit things out.
1: Mm-hmm. No, I don't have, any, I don't have a go. What goal.
0: was the mean one, Akiva? It's okay. You
1: could say it. Well, I mean, like, in theory, like, the obvious comeback is, like, my life sucks right now, but at least I don't live alone in filth.
0: <laughs> That's great. That's great. See, it's But I only- do.
1: It's just not alone. But it's, <laughs> like, pretty <laughs> alone.
0: <laughs> well, when you keep hours from 1 a.m. to 7 a.m. Mm-hmm. and sleep during the day, it might as well be alone. It's
1: true. It is true. We're, it is pretty similar. I just have roommate. <laughs>
0: just <laughs> that roommate oh my God. see when you do the build up it's like it's so mean then it feels meaner than it actually would be i know
1: it wasn't it. i don't know i was like it, uh,
0: the fact that you thought it was mean means you think it's real which makes it meaner
1: no, no 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 it's not if i wouldn't have said it if it was real
0: okay well let's move on so here's the question this is interesting to me uh the roommates come in after she just confesses. oh i made it up so we can't be friends the roommates come in and are like, we don't care about the whose line is it anyway, the whatever, who, who did I do that? Um, we want to hang out with you anyway. And and then Nick comes through retching and says, don't trust your government. And they're like, oh my God, forget it. They run away. Producer Kelly says, I don't think in the real world the neighbors would be scared away so easily from fangirling over Jess by Nick. What would you do slash how would you write what Jess would have to do to break up with her new friends?
1: Uh, how does Jess break up with the room? I mean, I just the idea of like when they busted her having, um, stolen the lines, they could be like, you're a plagiarist or something like they could have done that. Um, yeah. I, I, what if she like mentioned, uh, something from like the nineties or like late eighties and they're like, Oh, you're old too. And like, just like, she's too old. I don't know. I would need to punch that up. What do you yeah, think? Do you in- have something?
0: That's interesting. Like that, the, the, I agree with you that it could have been left at how it was. Like, that they could have been... But, like, that would have been an interesting other step is, like, when she reveals that it's, like, this, like, 80s, 90s sitcom stuff that they're, like, oh, my God, you're old. Like, that that could have been the next layer of that. I think also, like, this the episode could have gone in a completely different direction where, like... But I didn't really need this because I didn't need to spend more time with Strife and Futton. um, That... Futton and... (laughs) Fife and Sutton. That, like, if... Just starts like momming them, like teaching them how to do laundry and teaching them how to cook and like helping them apply for. And then they're like, you're you're square. You're just like Schmidt, like you're you're uptight. Get out. Get out of here, mom. Maybe maybe something like that.
1: Something like that. Yeah, I don't know. We could we could we workshop that for next time.
0: You know what? Scrap the whole episode next time. That's what I would do. next. I agree. I agree. It didn't work.
1: The whole thing didn't work. The neighbors didn't work. I'm going to guess. I know you're going to ask. We're never going to see the neighbors again.
0: Yeah, I wasn't even going to ask, but I meant to. I forgot to even note it down, so thank you for... Yeah.
1: No, this the, the other was a thing, wash.
0: The other thing with Jess is, like, all it does as a whole is it, it pushes Winston to a job, like, a better job, which could have been, like, it was three seconds they spent on it. Right, so that that's could have a been good point. That, that's
1: episode. the only, like, we don't have anything with with anybody's romantic life, which is really where, where we've been moving the storylines recently um just like doesn't have a job but she doesn't move anywhere forward well it mean, moves her to
0: like i'm gonna go start looking for a tutoring job yeah, but again but yes. that's sort of like that five seconds been... in in a, exactly.
1: in another episode absolutely i but now like maybe they should have scrapped this up ep- not that it's that bad but let's just say that like you film 24 episodes you scrap the one or two worst ones not that they ever do it they're expensive is there I, that isn't like i like the idea especially you can't really do it in a drama necessarily in a Maybe procedural. You could. Is there like a Seinfeld episode? Is there like are there other episodes of other shows where it's like oh they should that episode should not have aired because it was like didn't do anything.
0: Well, no Seinfeld episode does anything. But it's like I mean the episodes that I always skip are the Old Man. I've only watched the Old Man like twice. Mm-hmm. I mean you could of course skip the Puerto Rican Day Parade because that's like not aired anymore and it's right. hard to get even get a hold of. Um, I don't know if our Seinfeld, if we have the audience here to discuss this, but it's, okay, something, it's, it's something I think we should look at moving forward with new girl, right? Like we keep, we keep, or we cut, we look at the season at the end, maybe instead of, you know, how we tried to do that really sloppy season yeah. in review, maybe yeah, for the finale, the yeah. we start thinking about like, yeah, what are we, what are we cutting? What's the, what's do a best and a worst.
1: Okay. But I also like. The idea that we have like a new worst episode. And we didn't really have a worst episode before this. And let's see if other episodes, and I bet we'll get there. This is only beginning of season two. If we have a bottom or if, if this is the nadir or if we have a, a new bottom coming up.
0: Now, some people are probably going to get honest, that, like the pilot and the second pilot should be in contention. Mm-hmm. But I still think this is worse because at least the pilot's the excuse of like, you have a lot of work to do there. Like I'm willing to excuse it's very uh, hard less for a pilot to be
1: this bad. Yeah, to be bad. I agree.
0: Or it's more excusable for the pilot to be like less
1: yeah, But a pilot wasn't bad. It's just it doesn't it wasn't really funny, but like it had a lot of information to give us.
0: Alright, so we'll be tracking this. Uh, speaking of tracking, let's get to Kiwi Guy, just some questions. Uh, Ali Stumper wrote us a very nice just praise generally and then asked this question, which I will pose to you, Akiva. Uh, Mary ding Mary Kill. We'll use the format from Rob. Uh, Schmidt, Nick and Winston.
1: For me? Yeah. So I'll like only I, ask you this. All right, if I'm living with one the rest of my life, I think it's uh, you have to live with Winston. I don't think you could tolerate Nick or Schmidt long term. And then uh, I don't really care who I'm dinging. Like I don't hate either of them that much. You know what I mean? But I guess the other one is dying, so that is a bigger <laughs> deal. So I'll kill. I'll kill Schmidt and keep and and keep Winston alive.
0: You marry Winston. You ding Nick. You kill Schmidt.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Honestly, a lot of people would probably say that. Um I have I mean, like a lot of, a lot for of, my whole life.
1: Yeah, a lot of yeah, a lot of people are into Nick, but uh I am I'm not one and I don't see it. I don't see it at all.
0: Well, you have famously good taste. That's true. Who won the episode? Producer Kelly says, gotta go, Nick. The pranks are the best. He has two of his most gifted moments in this episode. Jess and Schmidt are immediately disqualified for entering the millennial apartment. Only Nick and Winston made the right choice here. Oh, Kelly had also asked, like, how would a Gen Z, because these are obviously millennials. Although I think if you're 30 in 2012, you're not a millennial.
1: Mm Mm-hmm
0: okay so how would this have looked for like a gen z apartment would it all be oh. tiktoks
1: uh it would be like uh it would be some sort of social media house they would be like the four of them would be <laughs> yeah they 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 would just be like none of them would have real jobs they'd be producing like us uh, you know tiktok content or something like that
0: well they'd be more successful then because i think none yes. of them have real jobs in this true and yeah they would <laughs> so be more at least they'd be successful um all right and then uh and then Matt Stewart says that Winston, because it's by far his funniest episode, and he got a promotion, which hopefully leads to more storylines.
1: I agree. This is uh, you can argue Winston just because like it's so above his average of what they give him, and it's like a positive development. Uh, I will give the win to uh, Nick, though. I think the pranks are pretty decent, and I love the fact that he like spent twelve, thirteen hundred dollars on it. Also,
0: I think Jake Johnson wins the episode, right? Because I feel like he does such a good job here selling this where mm-hmm. it's like we the storyline doesn't even make sense to us and yet like the way he's mouthing things the way he's like laughing maniacally behind schmidt's back and when schmidt turns he's like deadpan like i think he does such a good all of his like small movements made me laugh so i say nick fair to give it to winston um you did not give me an intro to the garner minute this week so does that mean it's not happening
1: no who said it's not happening
0: well where's my intro
1: Oh, you know what? You know I um uh I, or like I was thinking like should we do that every week? Do you like it? And then I meant to ask you.
0: I like it, but I thought you would the lose steam on it. I said you want to do this every time. You're like, yeah, I can do it. I will do it
1: every yeah. time. I will do it every time. I well, just, let's I have no um
0: let's have no um throw it to the Garner minute. Although I don't okay. think you should dive into this right now because I haven't been able to watch it. Was that your plan for the Garner minute?
1: No, I haven't. I haven't watched it.
0: Okay, so you didn't clean up Pesach in time. So let's well let's get a quick intro from Noam here, and then we'll talk about the Garner minute. Movie we're
1: watching tonight.
0: Yes, they, If we can finish cleaning up, I'm um, for Pesach. Okay, so I guess the update is that you did not finish. Oops, oh, sorry. Noam's continuing. Uh, I guess you did not finish cleaning up for Pesach in time to watch yesterday. Maybe yes, they day. got like
1: scammed because I think they did clean. I don't know. I think it was just so late by the end that it never happened. Okay, um, so
0: maybe we'll watch that at
1: some point. Okay, so Jay Garns... Well, uh, hold on. Yeah. You
0: you forgot how everything goes. Okay. First of all, no. Mark Ruffalo won a Golden Globe, and I've been dying to talk to you about this, but every week we haven't been able to talk about it because we've had guests. So just, I can't believe you didn't even, like, text me when my boy went... Even my mom turned to me and was like, that's your guy, and I forgot she even knew that. I've This, the Ruffalo love, Ruffalo love runs deep.
1: Mm-hmm. Well, I don't watch the Golden Globes because it's decided by like 40 weirdo yeah, European news, people. But
0: it made news and yeah. his speech was completely insane. And I discovered I have a new celeb crush to add to the ranks ooh, of ooh. Mark Ruffalo. But I didn't. It's a very weird one. I didn't want to say it when we had a guest here.
1: Okay. This is a safe it's,
0: uh, do you know the prophet?
1: <laughs> what does that mean?
0: You know, Marcus Lemonis, the prophet on CNBC. Okay well he's like top he's number two it's mark ruffalo and marcus Lemonis. i love marcus Lemonis.
1: listen as long as the guy makes money he's good he's a good he's a good shit up for you so i'm happy i
0: don't really need the guy to make money i'm out here working my my patootie off
1: i know but we're talking like general i want like generational life you know (laughs) what i mean (laughs)
0: all right that's you know what from your lips to god's ears here we go all right so so you have no reaction to that but that's fine
1: Mm -hmm. here
0: we go uh with the garner minutes so ready three two one go
1: yeah, uh, Netflix doesn't usually release data on how many people watch, but Jay Garden said 53 million house households watched uh, 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 Yes Day. She said, remember her golden rules, ice cream for breakfast, backyard tent at night, and no new pets. Be that happy Yes Day. Um, now,
0: wait, to be clear, is that I thought it's what the kids ask. It's not like the parents decide.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's what the kids ask. You're always saying yes to whatever the kids ask. Um, She also, for Yes Day, she did a bit with... Uh, Michelle Obama and she said um, uh, she said excuse me Malia and Sasha your parents could use a yes day I'm here to help if you need me uh, and they hosted a thing uh, Vanilla AM 84 in the comments said wow two of the women I admire the most in the world together in the same post that made did you me
0: watch Jay, did you see that Jay Gardens was on Hot Ones
1: yes we. I, I think we should talk about that next week I did not get to that for this episode okay she um, says
0: up your butt to the host in response to one of the questions
1: uh-huh that's funny. Uh, oh, that's it. Oh, so I, I participated
0: more because I wanted to I had I I wanted to talk to you about that, but I knew I couldn't unless it was in the Garner minute.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, not all the talk about Garner outside the Garner Minute. That is true. So
0: Alright, sorry, you had more you wanted to get do you want to borrow again nope, next I time? I can't.
1: No, I'm not borrowing next time. I don't wanna I don't like that's I don't wanna mess over future Kiwi, you know. Okay
0: <laughs> Whoa! Going in. The only way out is through, Sean. Are there any other mind-blowing kitchen hacks you think everyone should know? Up your butt, Sean. <laughs> That's very kind to your feature. I mean, you're assuming there will be a next time. Maybe we won't even make it to that episode. Oh,
1: stop. <laughs> what episode? Next week?
0: <laughs> it's week to week, baby. We're, you never know when we could just drop off.
1: Mm, I think we'll be okay for next week.
0: All right, I want to pull up. I always say I'll pull up the five-star reviews next week, but we have flatlined... Like, we're a month-long, no a month long, like, no five-star reviews, so I want to pull them up to thank the people who have been with us, actually. And we got a good review that was one star a month ago, so I meant to tell that person, like, we appreciate the love, but I think you made a mistake and gave us one star, and it's been, like, a month since that happened, and I haven't been able to address it. So here we go. um When do you think the last time I read this is? I think I thanked, like, KB1128. K M E C Dunn, K uh Jack DW 97. I think I thanked him. If I didn't thank you and you wrote it, I'm sorry. Uh, Amanda Alf 17 wrote, Great pod, great banter, and a super fun podcast. I love the dynamic. It's been adding a lot of joy to my life. Hog Samea, one star. So I feel like that's a mistake. So, Amanda, if you're still listening, even though I didn't thank you last month when you wrote this, if you could update your review that'd be appreciated and then ruby schwartz and druber thank you so much for your review we have not gotten a new five-star review or at least a comment with it since february 27th
1: wow well we haven't done many episodes since then but let's uh, let's get back on the horse people because i'm out here checking every day do you really you check every day
0: I don't check every day, but I, I check multiple times a week. Keith is out here craving your feedback, so you know, please give it to us if you're out there. Maybe you're not out there, and that's fine. Then don't do anything. Um, you can go to anchor.fm/slash new girl old guy. One of my goals is to like get some sort of website together so you could just go, you could search new girl old guy on Apple Podcasts. You you know how to find a podcast. You found us. You're here. Mm-hmm. We appreciate it. Um, you can always ask us questions never promoted by kiev but in the link that's pinned to my twitter at lash Tweets. if you want to participate in renat polls you can follow kiev at kiev 26 he's constantly tweeting them out um K- akiva is talking about the worst person in sports history on 32 fans this week uh recording tomorrow and you can maybe check out a Seinfeld podcast on the Patreon podcast. I like those. how you're making
1: schedule decisions for the, for the thirty two fans t- at this you point. You told
0: me you're doing that tomorrow. Am I wrong?
1: Well, we were gonna. Well, I we were hoping to do a podcast with you, but I guess you're well, not available. No, I told you
0: I'm available tonight, and that's it. Mm-hmm. Um,
1: um, that, and yeah, maybe that's what we're doing.
0: On Renap, uh, you can check out Chappelle, even though I, I recommended he not appear to protect his piece, but he didn't listen. So you could check out Chappelle and the aforementioned Alex Chester, along with Rob and Akiva, talking about the best uh, non-instrumental theme song, uh, second best versions. They've songs. already once again they've already used this idea. <laughs> and then um, running
1: low on ideas. That's why you, you can need check- forms.
0: Uh, you can check that out at probably com slash but you know, whatever.
1: Know. Mm-hmm.
0: And you can check out me and Kiwi, four and a half hours and me and Kiwi on vid, baby with Rob talking about Survivor Caramoa. And if you haven't watched a season in a while, we go beat by mother freaking beat. And mm-hmm. you should, ju- apparently it was fun. I feel like the kid, the apparently kid in the news, and apparently I have to watch the Powerball. <laughs> Anyone knows what I'm talking, do you know yeah. what I'm talking about? a kid? <laughs> I don't watch the news because I'm a kid and apparently every time apparently grandpa just gives me a out after we watch the Powerball.
1: It's the Powerball.
0: <laughs> Tell me about the ride. What did you think about the ride? Well, it was great. Why? Because apparently you're spinning around and apparently every time you get dizzy. Yeah. Because all you do is get dizzy. <laughs> is it fun? liked it i don't understand why
1: yeah people liked it and we broke the record for all time longest podcast
0: look i'm sure that will soon to be broken on an nap hopefully um, no i will never
1: we will never break it on nap
0: i know soon to be broken by like doing... every
1: every survivor season going forward we'll probably break it
0: what you're gonna start doing is you're gonna
1: start being like
0: oh we have to turn off now before we break the record now he's gonna be mad and like I don't have the energy for that, you know.
1: Well, Rob doesn't want to do four hour nap podcasts.
0: Who wants to do five minutes of a reamp podcast?
1: I'm saying like why, I don't think we're ever gonna break the record, but Survivor is, you know, what pay what pays the bills. I think like uh, Survivor podcast will break our record soon.
0: Okay, well, Godspeed. We will be back next week to talk about season two, episode five with the great uh, Brian Scally, uh, assuming Akiva's schedule and Scally schedule allow. Uh, to talk about Models, Keeve. What is mm-hmm. Models about?
1: Ooh, well, I'm going to guess we, we did not see Cece this week. I'm going to guess we see Cece and some of her friends. What are we What are we going to do with them? Uh, maybe someone's trying to date them. I don't know.
0: Okay. Will we watch the most generic episode of a sitcom named Models ever? We will see next week a new girl, old guy. What's the Pay my partner, my